his very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack! I was on YouTube the other day and just looking at some old sports clips. I'm going to trip you out real quick, my boy. <laughs> who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, oh, then yeah. crown their ass. <laughs> that boy didn't agree with They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. You remember the water bottle that was sitting up there? He that slung it, my boy. <laughs> he slung it. All right, man. All right. What's up, everybody? We back, man. Uh, these your boys at the sports desk, man. We back for another episode. Uh, once again, I am your man, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr., one of your favorite sportsologists, back one more time. And this your man, Black, back for another episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're glad to be back with you guys, man. We have a lot of fun doing this, man. So we're getting ready to kick it off. But before we get started, man, we got a lot of things on the docket. It is Sunday. Uh, currently, right now, we are watching the Cowboys, my Cowboys, and the Patriots play. Uh, seven minutes left in the third, 10-6 tight ball game. Hopefully, I don't have a mental breakdown uh, by the time this game <laughs> is over, we'll see how it goes. You're pretty sure you will, bro. <laughs> yeah, we'll see, man. I just hope that's not what's the future looking like for me. Uh, but before we get started, I just want to say a, a happy birthday to my pops. Uh, today is my pops' birthday today on this Sunday, November 24th. Happy birthday, pops. Yes, sir. Just want to say happy birthday to you, man. Hope you're having a blessed and great day. He's, one, he's been one of our first listeners when we got started, so we appreciate the support, pop. Happy birthday. All right, so we're going to get it started, man. So we're going to switch it up a little bit, man. We, we've added another segment uh, to our show, and uh, I think it'll be pretty cool, man. It's, it'll be a long-running thing. So uh, this segment is going to be called Our Top 5, and this, um, and this week is going to be Our Top 5 in sports moments. So with that being said, welcome to Our Top 5. get into it man our top five now this week is me and blacks top five sports moments ever all time just our personal moments man excuse me our personal moments man so um i'll kick it off i'll kick it off uh with our top five sports moment and and this is in order this is in order five four three two one so back in 1996 black hulk hogan turned on wcw and created the NWO. That is my number five sports moment of all time. Number four, 2006, Kobe Bean Bryant drops 81 on the Raptors. You know, growing up, we've been hearing about Will Chamberlain's 100-point yeah. game, but we ain't never seen. We done seen Mike drop 60, but somebody dropped 80-plus. Kobe did that back in 2006. 2005, probably the greatest football game I ever saw. The number one ranked USC Trojans. Versus the number two Texas Longhorns in the national 
championship Classic. game in the Rose Bowl. So much talent on that field. Vince oh, yeah. Young, Reggie Bush, Matt Liner, Lindell White. The rec- I mean, it was uh, Earl Thomas. Just a lot, a lot of talent out there. Uh, that's number three. Number two for me, it was the return of Steam in 1997 in Chicago when he came from the rafters in that black and white to go and confront the NWO. Now, if you're a big wrestling fan, you know that was a really big deal. Yes, it we was. We hadn't seen Sting in a year, yeah. you know, and, and he appeared. And my number one, and I debated with this, but I just can't explain the feeling that I had witnessing this. Back in 2016, when the Cleveland Cavaliers <laughs> came back down three <laughs> games to one, and LeBron James hoisted that Larry O'Brien trophy for the Cleveland Cavaliers for the very first time. Such an epic, epic night, man. So those are my top five moments of all time. I'm gonna shoot it to Black. Black, what's yours, man? What's your top yeah, man, five? Yeah, man. It's uh I'm I like I love this segment, man. But we're gonna get right into it real quick. Uh my number five. Uh I'd be remiss not to have him in my top five of uh greatest moments. Gotta put the man in there, the six time Super Bowl champ. Mr. Peyton Manning with the uh with the comeback in the Super Bowl. Peyton Third, Manning? Pay, not Peyton Manning. Tom I'm Brady. sorry, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. I'm, I'm Tom Brady. Okay. Yes, I got Tom Brady uh at number five with the comeback in the Super Bowl. Against the Falcons, 28 Against the Falcons. Okay. Uh 34-28 final. Mm-hmm. Uh number four, the Cleveland Cavaliers from 3-1 down. Okay, okay. You know, that's uh everybody knows I'm a LeBron James fan. And sure. That night right there when that happened, uh I cried like a baby. You know. <laughs> I was on my knees. Uh, he can tell y'all about that night. Uh, we both was on the phone just whippering. Yeah, like, man. like little babies, Yeah, man. it was tough. It was tough. It so, was a great night. Okay, at, <laughs> at number three. At number three, I got the uh, 1995 Eastern Conference semifinals. Okay. When Reggie Miller hit mm. eight points in nine seconds. Okay. So, yes, man. I, I, I always remember that as a kid, and I was like, oh, my it's God. It's the Knicks, this, right? Against the Knicks. Right, right. And I can't remember. I was like, oh, my God, this really just happened. It and did. him talking talking trash to Spike Lee uh, on, the, on, the, on, the side, on the court side. Yep. So, it, it was a classic, man. Yeah. And then we got, uh, at number two, we got the Red Sox coming back from 3-1 down against the Yankees. If Come no one on, knows. Black. If no one knows, I'm a Red Sox guy. Come I'm a Red on, Sox Black. fan. And how, that day... <laughs> You know, to beat the Yankees, you know, yeah. which is my homeboy team, the New York Yankees. It is. You know, that was a lot of bragging rights at stake right there. <laughs> so uh, that's one. Of, that's that's number two. And then that number one, my all time great. Everyone know Peyton Manning, comeback in, in the uh, in the in the AFC Championship against Pey- against Tom against Brady. Tom Brady and the Patriots from twenty one down. Yeah, uh, one of the greatest comebacks in AFC Championship history. Yeah, man, that was so. A great that's moment. my number one. Okay. Um, a lot of memories from that game. For sure. We all, as fans, thought it was over. We know we yep. thought Peyton Manning wasn't going to be able to bring him back, but he did. Thought and he that's lost why again. He, yeah, and he thought we, he lost again. We thought he lost again, but he did. Yep. And that's what makes him one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Okay, cool, cool, man. That's dope, man. That's a dope list, Black. So, yeah, man. So, that's what we're going to be doing uh, each week. We're going to be bringing y'all a brand new top five of ours. Uh, it could be related to anything, basketball, football, Sports all around the Olympics. I mean, whatever. Like, we're just going to just give it out. Because there's so many dope sports memories out there. And we just want to bring them to life here at the Sports Desk. All right, moving along, man. We're going to get into our sound of the week. Uh, this is another one from my man. It seems like The Rock just dominates the mic. He's the greatest of all time on the mic. And uh, this is him uh, just having a little fun, man. So, check it out. 
The Rock says this, Undertaker and Big Show, you've got enough gall to challenge The Rock, the great one, on his show, The People's Show, SmackDown this Thursday night? Well, The Rock says this, Big Show, you come on down. <laughs> <laughs> you can call that all you want, Undertaker, you come on down. Die, 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 and all that stupid crap over and over and over again. The Rock says this. He has said it before. He will say it again. When you live by the dirt, you die by the shovel. So The Rock says he's going to take a gold-plated shovel, and he's going to hit the big slow right across his 59-pound head. Then he's going to take The Undertaker with all his Mickey Mouse tattoos, bend him over, take one pile of dirt, pour it on top of his head, Turn that shovel sideways and stick it straight up his candy ass. Well, mankind, talking about whoa, whoa, the... Whoa, 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 The Rock is not done. If you knew your role and shut your mouth and listen, listen, shh, because they are chanting The Rock's name. <laughs> they are, they are. <laughs> Yeah, man. So that was our sound of the week. That's another clip, another big time one uh, from The Rock, man. This, this dude was just a, a wizard, a, a, a greatest on the mic, man. Just the greatest on the mic. All right, man, we're going to transition out of our sound of the week. Uh, we're going to get into our uh, tweet of the week here. Um, it's involving a major event that took place uh, last night. Um, and we were all, I think, hoodwinked uh, until the end. Uh, but we're going to get... Um, into our tweet of the week, and um, yeah, so here we are. Let's go. Shout out to Yay, man. You know, with the runaway, man. You know, we got to pay homage here at the sports desk. So, yeah, so we're going to go through a series of tweets here. All right, from Sean Sheenman Wilder literally won only 11 seconds of that fight. The knockdown and the 10 count, Ortiz dominated the rest. Crazy. Uh, Teddy Atlas, all right, legendary commentator and trainer. Wilder's right hand is going to the confessional booth. Like, it's like going to the confessional booth in church. It cleanses all prior sins. And these are my favorite two. This is right here from Bloody Elbow. Wilder gets buzzed with a left hand. Ortiz comes forward now, lands a left up top, massive right by Wilder, and Ortiz is down, and this thing is over. And one more from Brian Campbell, at Brian Campbell. When you have a when you have fight ending power, you don't worry about the scorecards. Wilder landed and then boom and passes his difficult test once again. Shout out to, to Ortiz for hanging in there. Wilder has the greatest power he's ever seen in a boxer of all time. All right, so shout out to those guys with their tweets of the week. We were watching the fights here as well. And uh, we're just gonna get right into it, man. We're gonna transition right into our first topic today. And it is the aftermath of Wilder and Ortiz, too. So we're going to kick it off to you, Black. Talk to me, man, because we was together last night. What did you see and how do you feel after, like a day after the fight? Like, how are you feeling about the fight? Well, first, first and foremost, I'm going to say this about the fight. Uh, I was robbed last night. <laughs> I was really robbed last night. Uh, had a situation going on where I was... <laughs> Rudely interrupted, uh, but no hard feelings. Uh, I love you, baby, Brittany. You know, you know what it is. I love you. But uh, I was robbed last night into seeing one of the greatest punches of all time. Yes, one of the greatest punches yes. of all time. Get landed. Yes. Uh, 
I seen a man come from out of his shell of a body. Yes. And um, got baptized. Mm. You know, uh, it's ridiculous, man, how Wilder and his power, man, just, it only takes a second. Yep. One, literally. We were looking at a fight that was dominated by Luis Ortiz for from sure. round one all the way to round seven until you got hit. For sure. I'm one of the guys that I'm one of the ones that say that I I'm a fan of Deontay Wilders, but I feel like he needs to he needs to, to work more on his craft. Right. Which is boxing. You know, right. he's he he's a boxer, but he's he's not a he's not a skill technical skill yeah. technician guy. Just a power puncher. He's a power puncher, but we all know that's the game about if you get hit, if your shots land and they powerful, bro, you going down. We see it with right. him. All the time. The last two fights we've got from out of him have been devastating right. knockouts. So, man, I'm, I'm I'm just excited for what I did see last night. Uh, I promise you that this Tyson Fury and Wilder fight is mm-hmm. going to be something amazing. Mm-hmm. I think Wilder got a lot to work on leading up to that fight because if he doesn't, I really feel like Tyson Fury can dominate that fight. Dominate, but, okay. Yeah, I really feel like he could. Uh but man, yeah, it was it was exciting, man. We we got what we wanted to see mm-hmm. when he fights. We got to see a knockout for sure. You know, and shout out to Luis Ortiz, man, for you know doing what he did, doing what he could do up to that point. You You're know, he's still game. he's still a good fighter. Had that shot not been landed, we could be t- we could be possibly looking at a new champ right now. Yeah, but the shot got landed. Uh, uh, Wilder's still a champ. That's where I'm at with it. Uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I was there when Black was riled of his moment. Shout out to you, cuz, uh, out there. Uh, but, you know, the fight was dominated by this man. And my man's Black sits up to, uh, you know, get look like he was getting ready to ask me a question or something, man. And then it happened. And then they say, you know, my boy Black was just, you know. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, hey. He wanted. You want to know what happened, man? And what happened was, I I watch a lot of boxing in my life, man. Actually, I've seen a lot of fights in my life. UFC, boxing, all that, man. Street fights, I've seen mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. But, bro, I ain't never seen a straight right just decapitate a person, bro. <laughs> like, Ortiz is a large man. This Very man is six foot man. four, six five, two 240 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, just stout, built. You know, like he can take punishment if he needed to. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case. A straight right did him in. And he was folded like a lawn chair, my boy. <laughs> like he literally was out of town, bro. He was nowhere in the, the arena, bro. Mm-hmm. And I will say this about Wilder. And I don't know if he's flirting with a dangerous game. But when you wait and you take your time and you try to pick your spot and see if your opponent's going to leave a window open for you to go through... That's a dangerous game because Ortiz just made, again, one mistake. One mistake. In the first fight, he ducked his head low. Yeah. He ducked his head low and Wilder came with the uppercut to stun him, and then he got him out of here with the next punch. Like, in this boxing game, I would have had to think that Ortiz knew, I just can't make a mistake against this guy. I can't get this guy a clean shot against me. And if you look at how fast Wilder threw the punch and kudos to him, there was nothing he could do about that. Nothing. Bro, that was half a second. Oh, yeah. And he got all of it, bro. And this man was out. 
But he was game, though. I respect Luis Ortiz. He only got two losses, and both of them is probably to potentially maybe a top five greatest heavyweight of all time when it's all said and done, Deontay Wilder. You know, so shout out to him. It was a it was a strategic fight by Wilder. Um, I didn't know where the fight was going. We was getting kind of deep into the fight, and then it happened. So going back and thinking about it, I think Wilder's trying to put together game plans to beat fighters like Tyson Fury. You would think... Fury throwing that jab, 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 keeping the jab in his face, kind of making Wilder think about throwing power punches, um, maybe has him moving this way. Because we used to see Deontay Wilder going there just throwing. Exactly. And he didn't do that this fight. Yeah, and we've seen it in this fight too, Right, B. right. Uh, Luis Ortiz was keeping the jab in his face, in his face, in his face. Yeah. And that's, and that's good homework looking at, okay, let me pull something from what Tyson Fury did to him. Right, right. You right. know, and he kept the jab there, kept the jab there, kept him at bay, kept him at bay through seven rounds. Right. Through seven rounds. But yeah. like you said, a half a second. That's half all it second. takes. And you done, man. <laughs> You're done. So, you know, um, moving forward though, um, what what did we learn from Wilder's performance moving forward? Is, is he tapping into uh another level? Is he Thinking more in the ring? Is he being more strategic? Because that's what it appeared uh, that he was doing. Because let's face it, his next two fights are going to be for everything. For everything. If everything goes planned, his next two fights, Fury and the winner of Joshua and Ruiz, is going to be for everything. So what do you think, Black? You think he's mapping out how he needs to go about this? I I do. I do. Mm-hmm. I saw last night a patient man. Right. Usually, when we see Deontay Wilder fight, he's just looking for the big shot right away. He's just going to sling his arms, boom, and hopefully he's going to catch you with something as he's, as, he's slinging, as he's slinging his arms around. Right. So, But we seen last night a patient fighter. Very a patient. patient. That didn't, a, a fighter that waited, uh, who was getting beat, but said... It's, I'm, I'm going to have my moment, mm-hmm. and I'm going to look for it. So we see that Wilder's growing as a growing as a boxer, as a fighter. He's taking he's take he's been he's been more calm and more collective when it comes to these fights. Now he's not trying to just throw the one haymaker and you know get lights you out. out of there lights yeah, out lights out. Yeah. But he's picking his he's picking his spots right. to get you out of here now. Yeah, you it, know that this fight could have could have went a lot of ways, but we see at the same time. He was losing for seven rounds, but at the same time, we seen a man who was able to study his opponent and see he found something in and got a good shot. And like you say, D, in how many seconds? We uh, Less than a second. Half a second. Half man. a second. Night, night. Night, night. So yeah. I would say that he's he's learning more. We, we're starting to see a different Deontay Wilder, which we need to see because he's trying to pull off one of the greatest one he wants to be one of the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Like he said last night at this post fight at this post fight, he wants to be one champ, one face, and last night was a step to get in there. Yeah. So but the next the the next step is going to be a little difficult <laughs> than the step he just had. For sure. You know, so hopefully he can continue and he has a little more time cuz I think they're not going to the next fight is going to be like February yeah, that's what next year. Yeah. So he has a little time to start getting some more work in and get a little better and hopefully we'll be blessed with another great uh Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight. Yeah, same here. I think I think Fury knows he's close. I think he knows he's right at the point where he wants to be. Uh one champion, one face, one name like he's been saying for the longest. And last night like you said was I think probably the first step to him realizing like I know it's in front of me now. 
I got two major fights in 2020. This is going to happen, man. I got Tyson Fury uh, allegedly in February. We'll see when they lock that date up. And then after that, I got the winner, Joshua and uh, Ruiz, you know, for everything, all the marbles, you know. So I'm so excited for this division, this heavyweight division. But I go back and forth, man. I think the winner of the, the Wilder uh, Fury fight will hold all the belts. I agree. I, I just I just don't see Joshua at the what unless Joshua comes out and redeems his name and he comes out here and he puts on the show to say, Hey, yeah, I lost, I got knocked out, but that ain't me. He got a chance to do this on December the seventh, though. Yeah, December the seventh. So he got a chance to do that. But as far as right now, what we've been seeing, I can't go for that. I can't. I gotta go me for either. what I've been seeing. Me either. Tyson Fury and Dewan, Deontay Wilder are the two best heavyweights in boxing. They are. And we'll see. So Wilder you're right. I think he knows this next fight with Tyson Fury, he's been in there with him. And mm-hmm. he know how very close he was to losing. But once again, when you got the ability to end the fight at any time, <laughs> any time, well, I mean, are you really nervous? So we'll see. I don't know. But we know what's next for him. And it's Tyson Fury. And I got my thoughts about what's going to happen in that fight. But I'm a whole. But you want to know But you want to know what I'm going to say this before we go to the next subject. Even in their last fight, just a fight that was won. Mm-hmm. Tyson Fury was basically raising his hands till he got to the twelfth round, and just like that, <laughs> snap of your fingers, baby. The snap of your finger, yeah. Everything can change for you, and it did. And it did. <laughs> and it Instead did. of you coming out, you know, you was already leaning with champ. You was going to be WBC champ, yep. two time champ. Yep. You got a draw in draw. a blink of an eye. Blink of an eye. You know, so I think I think I think Wilder always know he has that, but I really believe Wilder know that he has to step his game up and add something else to his repertoire when it comes to fighting a fighter like Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I'm I, my I hope that we get the best a better fight than we got the first time. The first fight the first fight was a classic. It's going right. to go down in history because we've never really seen anything like that. Right. A fighter has victory taken away from him in a matter of seconds. Half a second. So, yeah, man, it's it's it's. I'm excited, man. I'm a I'm a big boxing guy. I'm excited. Yeah. You know, Wilder's one of my favorite fighters, and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll be like D said. You know, these next coming fights, and I feel like we're going to be robbed that Tyson Fury and Wilder is not for all the marbles. You yeah, know, it, yeah, it kind of. I wish that fight could be for all of the marbles, yeah. but it's not. But it has but to happen first, though. But it has to happen it first already. And yeah, it didn't draw, so we we have to get it. We have to get it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah. So I mean, last night was a great night for boxing. Uh, shout out uh, Deontay Wilder and um, Ortiz. Um, shout out to both of those guys for putting on the show, and we'll see when we get this next fight uh, from Deontay Wilder. All right. All right. So we're gonna move along, man. In college football, man. Um, we're just gonna get right into it, man. Um, me and Black been clamoring uh for the Oregon Ducks, man. It's been it was a tough night last night for me. It was we, for both we, of us. Yeah, and we was really hoping that the Pac-12 and the Oregon Ducks can make enough noise to to get into this playoff, man. And I can't, I can't, I'd be remiss, man, if I didn't play the thought that was going through my mind. Um, during this game, as it appeared that Oregon was going to lose. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? 
I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> yeah, man. That's just where I was at, man. Like, playoffs? Once again, Black, and we're going to get into the scores and everything of last week, but we're just going to start with Oregon. And I've had some dialogue with some people who I know. They, you know, they say the Pac-12 is trash. Get them out of here. They don't deserve to make the playoff. You've seen what happened when Washington made the playoff and they uh, got mollywopped by Alabama. But, you know, Justin Herbert is probably the best quarterback in the country. You know, in the discussion, definitely, if not the best. And I like Oregon's head coach. He's a different type of guy. He, he seems like a tougher type individual. Oregon plays a little bit tougher, but they just didn't get the job done, Black. And shout out to the fighting Herman Edwards, man. Hell yeah. You know, we'll be remiss if we just not talk about Herman Edwards and what he's doing at Arizona State. I mean, these guys play big. They start off the season 4-1, lost four straight. They welcomed the number six team into the in, in the country into their building, and they took care of business, man. They they won, but Oregon lost, and this is just what people. This is validating what people are saying about the Pac-12, Black. This is what they're. It's just validating once again. Yeah. How can you put a Pac-12 team in that can't go to a four, five and five school and take care of business this late into the season? And we were just proving they just proved their sales right and us being wrong this year, Black. Now Oregon is sitting at what seven and two. They got an outside chance of still making the Rose Bowl. They can go to the Pac-12 championship, win that, and get to the Rose Bowl. Okay, that'll be a good sighting for that school. Big deal. But they wanted to make the playoff. Make the playoff. And <laughs> shout out Young Breeden. So <laughs> where you at, Black? I know your heart was hurting on that, man. Talk to me about Oregon, man. Yeah, man. Uh it, it, it was it was a tough night for me. Um Everybody knows who's listened to the show that, you know, I'm a I'm a big Oregon fan and I really was this year. Mm-hmm. You know, because I feel like they had the team and, and the quarterback and the coach to get in the playoff this year. Yeah. Everything set it up pretty nice for them with the schedule and everything and all they really had to do was win out and um win a, a Pac twelve championship and make the playoff. Yeah. You know, we 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 all said on on on, on another episode that we knew that Auburn was going to be a tough out for them. We knew that because mm-hmm. it's the SEC, the best conference in college football. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, I was just last night, man, uh, fighting Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards. Yeah. They came to play last night. Yeah. And, and D, you, caught, you hit it right on the head. Yeah. You said they said before the game that Herm Edwards was going to have these guys ready to rock and roll. Yeah, man. What you doing? That's just that's just kudos to Herm Edwards, man. Yeah, man. Uh, with his background coming from the NFL, mm-hmm. he know how to relate to these kids. He can get these kids up for for big games. And you that's know, what he did. even with them losing four straight, you would think Oregon would have went in there and smacked them, but they didn't. Nope. But they didn't. I feel like Oregon went in that game walking through, looking 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 to the Utah game yeah. or or the Pac-12 championship, thinking we oh we good we we can yeah. take care of them easily. No, no, you know. So now you on the outside looking in. It's over. You know, so it's 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 over for Oregon now. Yep. Um, Oregon was one of my picks at the beginning when before college football started to make the playoff, right. and it sucks that they're down. But it's college football. We college see it football. every year. Every single year, the upsets that you don't expect they happen absolutely. They happen. So hey, all you uh Pac-12 haters and doubters, you you won you won this year. You won. All right, the Pac-12 will not make. The college football play playoffs, and it's just, if it just so happens that Utah Utes fan is listening to this podcast, we're not disrespecting Utah. It's just the narrative, all right, that the Pac-12 faces. It's just the narrative, and the team that would have the pageantry, the team that hands down the committee, probably like, yeah, they have what it takes to represent the playoff well. 
The Oregon Ducks, they lost. So the Pac-12 is done. And what does that do? Lean into our next topic, which is the college football playoff. What are we to expect now, Black? With Oregon losing, who does that help the most? What teams are now in prime position to get into that fourth spot with the Ducks now being out of the way? Well, um, and we talked about this last night, D. Uh, I feel like this put Minnesota back in play. Yep. I really feel like it put Minnesota back in play. Yeah. Uh, you can potentially say Oklahoma as well. For sure. For sure. So, uh, between those two teams, I think uh, I think Oregon, they, they can benefit well from Oregon's loss last night. For sure. And um, me personally, I would love to. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go along with what you said uh, last week, D. Or well, the week before last, D, when you were saying that I would love to see Minnesota make it. You know, who, who would expect the Minnesota team to Get a potential chance and make the playoff. Yeah. You know, if they would, if they take care of business against Wisconsin, which is a top fifteen game, yeah, and then if they take go to a, a Big Ten championship and take care of uh, Ohio State, <laughs> why not put them in there? For sure. Why not put them in? For sure. So, uh, I'm 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 a, I'm I'm a fan of Minnesota making it, but we all know it's college football. It's about what's going to make money. The and, if, and it's the pageantry, but who, what what fans and what fan base going to show up? Right. And if I had to say, if I had to go the way of the playoff committee, and you have a Oklahoma who's doing well, that's your team that that will have a better chance of making the playoff. We we already know that, but in our, in my heart, I would want Minnesota to make it because who would ever thought Minnesota the Golden Gophers yes. in the playoffs? Yes. Who would ever think that? Yes. I'm happy that they still got a chance and not totally out of it. Right. If they take care of business and then if Oklahoma takes care of business, it's going to be a situation here. But I I think if it was left up to the committee, right. it would be Oklahoma over Minnesota. Yeah, so here's our top four right now. Uh, before the new rankings come out this Tuesday on ESPN. Uh, of course, the LSU ranked number one, not going to change. Ohio State number two, not going to change. Clemson ranked number three, not going to change. And Georgia ranked number four, not going to change. The top four would not look any different. But now it gets even more trickier now. Your number five team, I'm assuming, is still going to be Alabama. Your number six team, I'm assuming, is going to be Utah. Your number seven team, I'm assuming, is going to be Oklahoma. And your eight team will be Minnesota. So you have four teams buying in my opinion for one spot unless that scenario that is out there everybody's starting to talk about it now we talked about it last week the scenario is this if georgia beats lsu in the sec championship game georgia's in consensus is right now lsu's already in they're already they're in. already in ohio state if they went out they're in clemson if they win went out they're in so these other four teams, like the Sooners, the Utes, the Crimson Tide, Golden Gophers, all this conversation we're having right now, Black, will be for naught. Yeah. If in two weeks in Atlanta for the SEC crown, the Georgia Bulldogs upset LSU. Now, my heart, in my heart of hearts, do I want that to happen? I don't. I want LSU to take care of business. I don't want to see two teams from one conference in this playoff, I don't want to see that. Me either. I don't want to see that because it's gonna it's gonna make this whole thing like, man, why are we doing four? Why are we not doing eight? 
Why are we not doing that? This, these scenarios are too tight for what we're looking at. And if I had to guess at the end of the year, and I'm sure my answer is going to change next week and the week after until we get the final rankings. When it's all said and done, I got LSU from where we are now, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Oklahoma. I, I see Oklahoma because they set up beautifully again. They beat the top 10 Baylor team when they beat them the first time. And potentially could have to play them again. When they're in the top 10. Oh, mm-hmm. They are. No, they are. They, they The Big 12 championship is set. Oh, Oklahoma okay. and Baylor, so, yeah. they said it yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, if Oklahoma beats another top 10 team again, this would be their third one this year. Yeah. You line up Utah's, Utah's uh, resume, they don't have a top 10 victory. They have one victory again in the top 25, and that was when I think Washington was ranked 23rd. No, they got Penn State. Who? I thought they Utah? beat Utah. You, oh, you said Utah. Utah. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, not Minnesota. So, And then you look at Minnesota. Minnesota beat Penn State. They definitely did. Mm-hmm. They uh, beat Iowa when Iowa was ranked 23rd. They got a big matchup right now at Wisconsin. They lost to Iowa. Did they? Oh, they did. They, they lost, lost to Iowa. Iowa. That's correct. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what beat them. They lost to Iowa, but they got Wisconsin. They got Wisconsin coming up, and, and then they got Ohio State. So what do we do there? Yeah, and, and and if I'm thinking correctly, by after Tuesday, you could potentially be talking about a top 10 matchup because I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Wisconsin was uh, sitting right outside the top 10, correct? Last week for the playoff, but yeah. Wisconsin was number twelve. Yeah, so, they could so be top you could potentially talk about they them jump moving. Florida. They gonna you, jump. You could potentially talk about them moving into the top ten. And they you got jump another. Florida. You got Penn State a, moving out. You got Oregon moving out. So yeah, that could be. You could potentially be talking about another top ten matchup right, against right. Wisconsin, and then you get you can roll uh, number two uh, Ohio State right. for the Big Ten championship. But you know, me being the type of guy I am, it's, we're getting ready to go to rivalry week, the best week in college football. Best week. The best week, yep. week of college football. For sure. So, um, I'm not finna sleep on a Michigan team who's been rolling the past three weeks against Ohio State. They're in the big house. Let's get into it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sleep on that, D. And I feel like this could, this could potentially make for an upset on Saturday. Mm. You know, we get it high noon, early, so we'll get the we we gonna get to see this thing. And I think I think uh. I think Jim Harbaugh gonna come ready to have his guys ready to rock and roll. I know he's tired of losing to Ohio State, but we know Ohio State is one of the most complete teams go, in the go, NFL. Go, go. Oh, oh no! Okay, sorry about that, folks. Fight the Cowboys <laughs> are driving. Eight minutes and forty seconds left. Big game down the field. Randall call. Sorry about that, Black. We are live hey, we here. Good. We're this. good, man. This yes, is called this NFL football, yes, man. Sir. This is what it's about. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to pick Michigan this weekend. I'm going to pick Michigan hold on, hold this weekend. On, hold on, Black. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. I'm going to. I'm going Are to you roll. saying? You're saying that the Michigan Wolverines are going to knock off the Ohio State Buckeyes this Saturday? Most definitely. Okay. Most definitely. And I, I could be wrong, but you know what? I'm feeling great. It's rivalry <laughs> week. Anything can happen. Rivalry week. Sure. Shoot, we may have a chance of beating Florida. Uh, rivalry week. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? It's rivalry week. You know. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. But right. uh, we we'll see. And then if that happens, you have another another monkey wrench to, sh- to throw into the mix. If that happens, no but doubt. Let's see. Let's get there first and see what happens. Yeah, you're right. We are in rivalry week, and I'm going to disagree with you, Black. I, I think Ohio State is going to – I think the game is probably going to be close in the first half, but I think the second half, the Buckeyes' talent just overwhelms Michigan. Not to say Michigan doesn't have talent, but I just think they overwhelm them. 
and they get them out of here. I think Ohio State, you know, I'm watching, I'm watching them. And you can say what they want to say. They ain't playing nobody, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But you can look at a team on offense, defense, quarterback play, wide receiver, defensive back, defensive line. They got the number one pick in the draft on their defensive line right now. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this is a very talented team. And I don't know if Michigan's quarterback, their offensive line, I don't know if them boys going to be able to hold up mm-hmm. against what they're going to be bringing. And them boys have been remotivated since um, uh, the defensive end has come back. Chase Young. Chase Young. Yeah, Chase Young. Thank you, Black. Uh, for off suspension. Like, he on fire. Like, they tried to take oh, yeah. – he felt like the NCAA probably tried to take something from them. Yeah, he had a hell of a game Saturday, man. Big time game, man. So, you know, we'll see. But I'm going to go with Ohio State in that game since we're going into next week. Uh, rivalry week, man. It's a big deal, man. Gonna call out <laughs> some of these games that have some potential implications and some that don't. But hey, it's just rivalry week, you know. Of course, you got your Virginia versus Virginia Tech uh, next week. Uh, you got your uh, Clemson and, and South Carolina. You got your Michigan and Ohio State. Uh, you have your Florida and Florida State. Uh, it's just it's 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 a lot going on uh, next week. You got Notre Dame, Stanford, Alabama, Auburn. You know, just a lot of great games. But I want to stop by uh, one game uh, in particular, man. And I think if this team is not careful, then all that playoff love and playoff talk we've been giving them can be over. Uh, the Oklahoma Sooners go into Oklahoma State next Saturday night, 8 p.m. on ABC. Oklahoma State is the 21st ranked team in the country. Bedlam, as they call that rivalry. And if Oklahoma, Jalen Hurst, those guys are not ready when they go into that loud stadium in Oklahoma at Oklahoma State, all their dreams are done. They're done. That team, Oklahoma, is on the most alert next week in my they opinion. They are. And then, especially from what we saw uh, last night, right. struggling with TCU. I'm like, really, a 5-5 five and five TCU team? Um, y'all had it took the last five minutes for y'all to close that game out, and no. that's not a good look. No, it's not. And like you said, going into Bedlam, it's no telling what can happen in that game. Even though Oklahoma's been dominant in that series, for sure. But like you said, that's a twenty-one ranked Oklahoma State team. Yeah, who, at night, they're not given a chance at night. At ABC night. Live yep. prime time. Who yep. knows what can happen, especially sure. the way Oklahoma's playing the past two weeks. You had to come mm-hmm. from behind to beat Baylor, yep. and then you struggle with uh, you str- you struggle with TCU. Yeah, eight so, three football team. Uh, yeah, they it, don't want four yeah. straight. Yeah, going Oklahoma into State. that could really be a real big upset. And if you if Oklahoma, if you lose, you're out of there. You're done, and they want to ruin their season. They want to ruin their season. I see you, Dak. I see somebody open, floaty. Ugh. Jar bounce feet in. Sorry, oh, man. Hey, guys, we are live here at the sports desk. It is Cowboys Patriots. They need to score, though. They need to score. Six minutes left. Cowboys driving, fourth and seven. We'll see what the boys do. They're probably going to take the points. Uh, Deep has been playing real well. All right, but, but back to college football. We'll be remiss if we don't stop by Florida and Florida State. All right, you have the Florida State Seminoles coming into Gainesville, 7.30 p.m. on the SEC Network. And... I don't know. I'm not going to be the guy to say, say, oh, Florida State is going to knock off Florida. I know our situation. I know what we got going on. But I will say this. Under our interim head coach, we've been playing a little bit. Go ahead and say it, my brother. We've been playing a little (laughs) bit better. We've been more disciplined, a little bit more fire, a little bit more mistake-free football. I get it. We beat Boston College, and then we beat Wolfson High or something like that the game after that. I understand. But – 
I wasn't concerned about the opponent. I was concerned about how we looked on the field. I'm talking about Florida State, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who I'm talking about. All right, so we're going into Gangsville with nothing to lose. I mean, the Gators really don't have nothing to gain or lose either because they're not going to make the playoff. They're not in the SEC championship. Well, they're playing for a New Year's Six Bowl. They are they're playing for play. a New Year's Six yeah. Bowl. That's going to be a big deal if they can achieve that. So they got to beat Florida State. I think this game going to be a lot closer than what a lot of Florida faithful have been tweeting about, telling me about. I think Florida State is going to come in there with us against the world, letting our head down, full speed ahead, go, 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 give it everything we got and see what we can do. Mm -hmm. I think the defense is going to come in sound and ready to go. I think the offense is going to come in sound and ready to go. And I think if a player two, and I'm not being biased here, but if a player two can go our way, we could be looking at an upset here, and I'm only basing this, basing this off what I've been seeing and hearing from my school in the past two weeks. I love everything our, our interim head coach is saying right now. Yeah, Odell Higgins. Odell Higgins. Like, I, I, I love everything he's saying. So, we'll see, Black. So, going into that game, how you feeling going into that game? What you, what you think about going into this Florida game this Saturday? Man, I, um, I've been kind of up and down about the game, and um, – I told a, you know I told a few of my uh, close friends and some of my coworkers that you know this could this could be a, a easy win for Florida yeah. if Willie Taggart was the coach. Correct. <laughs> for some reason, these kids get up and play for Odell Higgins for some reason. Now right. y'all y'all know Florida fans probably going to listen to this and say these guys don't right. know what the hell they talking about. Correct. We're going to smash them by more than twenty one. That's what I've been hearing. It's going to be by more than twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Points. They think it's going to be a party. first of all. It's a rivalry. It's no way it should be a twenty one point spread in this game, but it is. It is what it is. The only time we've cool. been favorite to get blowed out by twenty one points was by Clemson. Florida, y'all are not Clemson. I'm sorry. I just I just don't see it. I could be wrong, but we shall see. Seven thirty on Saturday. Yes, we will. You know will. how this goes, but I think I think these these kids are going to come and play for Odell Higgins. They're going to come in and play. They're going to play hard. They don't have anything to lose. No. Uh, they don't have anything to play for. We we probably going to be playing the day after Christmas in a bowl game. <laughs> you know, so they don't have anything to lose. So it's coming to play hard. Yeah, man. I think and they know I, kids on the other side of the field. They know those kids. Exactly. A lot of these kids play. It's high a lot of talent. Together. It's a lot of talent. You, this one thing you're going to see, you're going to see a lot of talent on the football field on for Saturday sure, for sure. at Florida, Florida State. For one sure. of the best rivalries in college football. Yeah, for sure. You know, so uh, I'm ex- I'm excited. You know, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be on my knees through this game. You know, <laughs> hopefully I can get off them early. You know, depending on what happens in this game. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man, I think this is going to be a good one, man. I'm excited, and then I'm excited for the future of Florida State as well. Yeah, 730 uh, SEC Network this Saturday. Um, We'll see what happens, man. And before we get out of college football, uh, the FSU coaching search, man. I haven't really been hearing any names. I haven't really been seeing anything. Um, And then, of course, you see the reports, you know, old Florida State's looking for money from their boosters to get up enough money to get a head coach because Florida State is broke. They don't got no – y'all sound crazy. (laughs) Nowhere near that, man. Y'all know how this go in college sports. The boosters – they, the donations. they take care of everything. Yeah, they take care of it take all, man. Everything. They take care of a lot of salaries, so y'all stop it out there. But I will say this, and a, and a good friend of mine uh, who I work with, he, he said it to me. He said, uh, D-Man, what if Coach uh, Odell Hagen's um, 
knocks off the Gators? Like, what if he goes into Gainesville and by hook or by crook Mm -hmm. knocks off the Gators? And I looked him dead in his eyes. I said, the coaching search would be over. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that. He will be the next head coach for Florida State University because he would deserve that. Exactly. If he is able to rally these guys after the the abomination, the barn fire, the whatever you want to call it with Willie Taggart, rally these kids, not only now we're bowl eligible, but to go in and be our biggest rivalry, one of our biggest rivalries, a top 10 team in this country who's having a really good season this year, which the Gators are. You, if you, I guess what Gator you ask, they'll tell you they're back. You know what I'm saying with the season they had, and that's cool. But if he wins, Black had a contract ready. Yeah, had and a I press agree. conference ready, and I agree. And I'm gonna go along. I'm gonna go along the lines and say this about it. If he does win, I, something in my heart's telling me. I haven't heard this. I haven't heard this is something that I'm thinking. I feel like this search is being prolonged because they want to see what Odell can do in this game. Mm-hmm. Because he interviewed last week for it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we don't know what happened in that conversation, in that interview. We haven't heard much, we man. Haven't, we haven't heard much. You know, we've been hearing a lot of stuff, but I want to just touch on Odell right now real real quick. Mm-hmm. If this guy goes in here and beats Florida, if he does, why not give him the job? He's been, he's Florida State through and through. He's been there for he a while, He knows everything man. about Florida State, the grit, the the, the gritty, the recruiting. Yeah. He's been there. With, he played for Bobby Bowden. Yeah. This kid knows yeah. what Florida State football stands Garnet for. Garnett and Golden's blood. Everything is Garnett and Gold with him. Yep. He know what it takes. He know what Florida State football supposed to look like. Yes, he does. And I'm along the lines like Florida State, this might not be a bad idea because you can get this guy who's been around for more than a decade, for uh, more than that. Mm-hmm. And get them for cheap. Yep. And then your big money, go and throw it into your coordinators. Mm-hmm. Get the get the best of the best offensive coordinator. Pay him big money like mm-hmm. he a head coach. Get the best of the best defensive coordinator. Pay him like he's a head coach. Mm-hmm. Because Odell Higgins is not going to stand for a whole lot of money. He's a Florida State guy. He don't, he, he don't need a lot. Nope. If you're going to make him the coach, then surround him with the best. That's what I feel about the the potential of Odell Higgins being the whole the head coach. But if you hire him and don't put the best around him, coordinator wise, then you're making a mistake. Right. You're making a mistake. And then I'm going to the other things I've been hearing a lot about and reading and you know being on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing a lot about you know everybody talking about the money they're trying to come up with. It's a reason they're trying to get the boosters to come up money because they say Florida State is going big or nothing. And I can respect that. Yeah. We're Florida State. Mm-hmm. We're Florida State. We're supposed to be winning. Let's get it going. The bigger nothing I'm hearing, I was hearing it was for James Franklin from Penn State. That's what I'm. That's what I read, and that's what I. That's what I heard. Wow. I don't know how true that is because I'm sitting here thinking, and then my pop said it too. Well, he, he's a he's a Pennsylvania guy. Why would he come to Florida? Yeah, why but would he? money talks. Yeah. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, Penn State is high in tradition. It's a blue blood school. It is. And one of the forefathers. One man. of the forefathers, you know, but money talks. And it's a reason Florida State is getting trying to get up big money. Yeah, that's why Jimbo Fisher left Florida State and went to Texas AM. Exactly. They're trying to get big money. Why would they ask the boosters to get more money to just <laughs> for nothing? Yeah. I just it's hard for me to believe it. 
We know Florida State is not out of money. They're trying to get more money. Right. So they can get their they guy. They're going to get it. They're going to get it. They can get their guy, you know, and that could, that's another scenario. So I feel like it, go, it could go two different ways. We shall see what happens. For sure. But I know this one thing. Whoever does take the reins, I feel like they're going to get Florida State back the way they need to be. I pray to God that they do, Black, because I can't go through this again. This has been a terrible two yes, years for it me. It has, and I feel like it's going to be behind us. And like I told uh, one of my coworkers yesterday, we was we was discussing. He's just a Florida fan through and through. You know what they expect out of Florida fans? Yeah. And I was like, you you guys got to realize something. The last two years, y'all just got better from being poop, garbage, from being garbage, hot trash. Now we're dealing with it. Yeah, we're just garbage. Yeah. Everything happens, and we and, suck. And shout out that Pop Oglesby. He always tell me this, son, everything happens in waves. Cycles, everybody had everybody everything happens in cycles. Cycles. Everybody has their time. And just now it's looking down on us. But at the same time, do y'all really think Florida State football is going to stay this way? No. Let's be real about this. It's, no. it's it's Florida State. So, yeah, man, we're gonna see what happened, and you know, we're gonna continue to keep y'all updated on this news and Hopefully, we'll be having our breaking news episode that we can bring yes. to y'all about this yes. news, too. Yes. So, uh, we're just going to enjoy this weekend, though. Florida, Florida State. We'll you know, see what and happens, And see what happens. We'll see what happens, man. All right, y'all. This is going to wrap up our college football talk. We're going to transition into the National Basketball Association. And, you know, I received, you know, we received a little backlash last week from some of our listeners, Black, about, you know, we're we're Laker heavy. We, we don't cover... Uh, other teams in the league we're not giving nba storylines and you know what y'all are right we we was drinking a big lakers 40 ounce last week and we are not <laughs> going to apologize for no we're not no we're so not what we're gonna do we're gonna spin off this thing with the nba we're gonna give the lakers their own segment moving forward and then we're gonna cover the other big headlines in the nba and i just want to play a quick little sound bite of just the winning ways other Los Angeles Lakers. I'm going to let my man LeBron James take it real quick. Yes, sir! Yeah! Yeah. Winning. How I feel after the win? I feel great. Yes, sir. I don't look that great, but I feel good. I feel spectacular. Yeah. It's like getting on this plane and sitting down. Yeah. What's wrong with you, boy? Let me get some of this. Give me the PB&J. Shout out, Bron. Yeah. Yes, sir. So we let's get it popping, baby. <laughs> Shout out to King James. Uh, the clip you heard was the Lakers boarding the Lakers private uh, plane after taking care of the Memphis Grizzlies last night. So we're going to start, of course, with our Los Angeles Lakers. But I want to give a stat real quick, Black. Something that happened um, this past week that had never been done in NBA history, Black. Um, our guy, uh, LeBron James, uh, recorded another triple-double against the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, on Wednesday night, I believe. And you know what that represented, Black? That represented LeBron James having a triple-double against every team in the NBA. That's historic, man. That's historic. every single team in the NBA, including the team he plays for now, he has recorded a triple-double, never been done in history, Black. These are the things that we're talking about when we talk about LeBron. In year 17, by the way. <laughs> These are the things that we're accustomed to viewing. You know, the downfall was imminent. LeBron is taking a beating coming into this season, and he goes out and he does things like this, all right? So what we're going to do here with this Lakers segment, we're going to recap the week. 
uh, of the Lakers. Yeah, so all my Lakers fans, all my LeBron supporters, this segment is dedicated to you. All right. So the Los Angeles Lakers this past week uh, went undefeated, Black. Oh, the Cowboys are moving the ball once again. Now, if I have any sun outbursts <laughs> while this Lakers topic is going, I apologize because we are live here at the sports desk, okay? All right, so the Los Angeles Lakers, man, they went undefeated this week, Black. The Lakers went undefeated. Yeah. No losses this week. We had a lot of tough, close games. We beat the Thunder twice, um, especially last uh, – wait, no. Last well, Friday night. night. Friday night against the uh, Thunder. That was a close game, but we got it yeah. done. But, but last, last night, night was a nail-biter, boy. Coming we off was, a back-to-back. We was looking at that thing like that was playoff-type <laughs> – Type thing, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Coming off a of back to back, you know, we took care of business though. Uh, starting last Sunday, we we decimated the Hawks by 20. Came and beat the Thunder after that uh, on Wednesday. Then Friday, we turned around and beat the Thunder again. And then last night, uh, we took care of the Grizz by one. Coming off a of back to back, and the Lakers are 14 to two. We're ahead of the uh, Western Conference, and it's a tight race, man. If you look at these standings in the West, the Lakers, man. They're not in clear by any means. You got oh, the no. Denver Nuggets at eleven and three, even though the Lakers are three games up on them. But they're eleven and three. You got the Mavs at eleven and five, the Clips at eleven and five. I mean, eleven and five, Jazz eleven and five, Rockets eleven and six. Like you got, it's tight in that top six. But the Lakers are just looking well. We defending well. Uh, we shooting the ball well. Uh, now we got to get some more shooting from uh, Troy Daniels. We need Troy Daniels to kind of knock down a few more buckets for us. Danny Green has been playing spectacular. I am just surprised. Defensively, too. Yeah, I'm just surprised that all around he is just doing this thing, locking yeah. up on defense, knocking down that corner three consistently. Anthony Davis is knocking down threes every time I look around. I mean, he dropping them in the bucket, man. Like, we are playing well. Like, we gave up 130 points to the, I think it was the Thunder on Wednesday night. Wasn't happy about the defensive effort, but we got the win. This is the NBA. You play 82 games a year. In the NBA, you know, th these things are going to happen. You're going to have lacks on defense. But if you get the win, that's all that matters. And LeBron James leading the league in assists at 11 assists a game. In like, the 17th year. In the 17th year, orchestrating the offense, man, doing this thing. Still give, averaging 20 points in the league. Still doing this thing. Run this offense through Anthony Davis like LeBron told you that we was going to do. LeBron told y'all we running through AD. So when people heard that, people felt like, oh, LeBron, he's slowing down. He, nah, bro. Y'all watching these games? See, here at the Sports Desk, once again, we don't miss any games. <laughs> because we have the links. Okay, so we tuned in. So, all in all, I got a guy on Twitter. Shout out to my boy TK Felton. Uh, I don't think he's the biggest LeBron fan or the biggest Laker fan. But TK is out here saying that the Clippers are way better than the Lakers. And he a basketball guy. Like, he's credible. I will give TK credit, man. He a basketball guy. And he's saying it's not even close, saying the Lakers don't want that smoke. You know, and I'm and I'm I'm looking at what are you basing this off of, TK? Are you basing it off the first game of the year? Okay, cool, bro. First game of the year, fine, bro. Bro, have you been watching us at 14 and 2, leading the West? December 25th is almost here. Oh, yes. I don't know if you looking at a calendar out there, TK, but the 25th of December is almost here, my boy. So, Black, how you feeling this week? about the Lakers and LeBron James? Uh, I'm feeling so-so this week. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling so-so. Uh, but still happy that, you know, we got we get, we got the wins. And, For sure. You know, uh, I don't like what I'm, I'm seeing defensively okay. from um, from the Lakers. I feel like they need to tighten that up because, I'll, you know, we're talking about, you know, top defensive team in the league. You know, we at are. One point, gave up 127 you know, to yeah, the we've been, we've been getting up a, over 115 points the last couple of games here. That's 
That's insane to me. But like you say, it's, it's the NBA. We played the two games. You it's know? a grind. So it's it, it, it's a grind. But um, yeah, man. Um, I'm kind of up up and down with it this week. Mm-hmm. Um, what I saw last night, I really didn't like. Even though we won, you know, I feel like it was some possessions in there at towards the end of that game. That LeBron took some bad shots. He did. He took some bad shots, and he did. It was the same four. shot back to back, and I was like, "That right well, corner what's three going on." He with loved that, that right corner three. I don't man. know what's up with that shot, but he, you know, y'all, they were in the pick and roll with AD, but you know, why not put him in the block? He got a smaller man on him, man, and yeah, let him man. work. Yeah, and he let was, him work. Yeah, he was high pick you know, and roll. That's what we got him for. Yeah. Let him work, man. Let him let let him do what he do, and yeah. then you know you you had you had the moments where AD. Got the ball, get out my way. Step back three, the tie the game. Then I think he hit a a jump or a layup. A three. The, uh, oh, oh, to close the, the game the, out. The, the, to close the game Put out. Back off LeBron, yeah. Three. So, yeah. so yeah, man. I uh, I, I I was up and down this week, but at the same time, it's still uh the Los Angeles Lakers. It's LeBron James. It's Anthony Davis. Right. Um, kudos to the guys. The bench is playing a lot better. Yeah. The bench is playing a lot. We get Caldwell up, Pope. Like Caldwell Pope has been averaging over like somewhere around twelve to thirteen yep. points these last this yep. week. You last know? week. Yep. So uh, yep. look like it's coming along a little bit. You yeah. know, like you say, we get some more help out of Troy Daniels. You have to knock down some shots, Troy Daniels. Yes. You have to. And I had I didn't I didn't see my guy. You know, on the court a lot last night. I was kind of iffy about that Caruso. I ain't see a lot of yeah. Caruso yesterday. But yeah. you know, it's it is what it is. But uh. Well, if we tight up, tighten up defensively going into this new week, man, who knows what who know what it is? But I feel like uh, next week we are, we're going back to New Orleans next week, right? First game Wednesday night. Wednesday night back in New yeah, Orleans. Yeah, back AD. in New Orleans, uh, we could be looking at something magical uh, <laughs> yeah, in that game. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna see something special out of AD in that game. I'm looking forward to you it. You know, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, For sure. Yeah, man, but uh, I'm, I'm excited. Long season. Uh, we're gonna yeah. continue to rock and roll every single week. Yeah. We, we 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 ready for it. And, and this week, man, the Lakers got a nice little schedule this week, man. Uh, we on the road uh, next couple of games. On Monday night, the Lakers have the Spurs, uh, a young team, uh, great coach, one of the greats of all time, Greg Popovich. And then, like Black said, we go to the Pelicans on Wednesday night. And then we go back home for two games. We got the Wizards on Friday night, all right, and a uh, big catch uh, by Amari Cooper. Cowboys are driving one minute and 40 seconds in the fourth quarter, 9 to 13, Cowboys are driving. All right, so, and then on Sunday night, uh, oh. we have the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Dockage and them boys coming to town on Sunday on the 1st. So, uh, we'll see how it goes, all right? All right, so, Black. Now, we have some friends of ours uh, who we've known uh, a little while now, and we're getting ready to call uh, one of our guys right now. And, and, and last week, you know, we played a sound that we just don't want to hear as we get closer and closer to the playoffs, into the NBA Finals, and then when we eventually host the Larry O'Brien Trophy. And my man Cedric Farr tweeted me this week and said, hey, someone told me my name was mentioned on the podcast. And uh, I said, of course, sir, with love, of course. Uh, we mentioned your name on the podcast. And we're getting ready to call Mr. Cedric Farr because we need an answer. Uh-huh. We need an answer for Mr. Cedric Farr. And I just don't want this to you said. I don't want this to be you. I am back. What it do, baby? I don't want that to be you said, man. So we getting ready to call my man's right now. We're going to get an answer from my guy, uh, Cedric Farr. And uh, he's not the only one we're going to get an answer from tonight. Uh, and we'll let y'all know who that is uh, next. All right. So we're going to give 
Mr. Cedric for our call. Hopefully we get an answer here. Yes, sir. Hello? Hey, yes, sir. Is this Mr. Cedric Farr? Yes, sir. What's going on? What's going on, man? Hello, you are live on the Reduced Lunch Action Sports News Desk. Uh, you know, me and Black, you know, we are here giving you a call. How you doing today, sir? Man, I can't complain. That's Say, what's up. Say it. What's up, my man? What's up, bro? Yes, sir. Hey, Sam, man. You know, we just wanted to call you, man. And, you know, we've been mentioning your name on the podcast a little bit. We're currently discussing the Los Angeles Lakers. And just a little backdrop on uh, me and Mr. Farr. Uh, I've known said man, over 10 years now. You know, Sayed's a good friend of mine. And, you know, good guy, good brother, man. And we've been rocking, you know, with the Lakers, Kobe fans, all that, man. And But me and Sayed come to a point well, we have a slight disagreement, and this disagreement has found its way into Los Angeles, and that is LeBron James, who is now in the purple and gold. All right, so said, I just got a question for you, and take all the time you need to elaborate. The fans, the listeners, we all want to know. Said, are you with us this year as we go for this championship? Are you with LeBron are you with the Lakers? Are you with me? Are you with Black? Are you with Fred? Are you with us, man? Talk to me, Sid. <laughs> it's funny. One of the first things I text Brady when all this happened, well, that was two summers ago. Yeah. Matter of fact, before I tell that story, I was actually happy when he came because it's okay. just like we suck. Yes. You know, it's good that, you know, we back, people talking about the Lakers because we hadn't been in the playoffs for like 10 years. Even oh. when Kobe was yep. on the tail end, we weren't making the playoffs. Yeah. So I was initially happy. Okay. So, um, but one of the first things I text him, I said, players come and go, but franchises are forever. Mm. So for y'all to sit here, I heard the podcast, for y'all to sit here <laughs> tell me I need to make a decision, <laughs> y'all, y'all signed the lease. Mm. I'm the landlord. I've been here. <laughs> Y'all signed a lease with LeBron. Uh-huh. So he come or go, whatever happens, that's how I feel about it. It's just, I'm just not a fan of him. It okay. has nothing to do about basketball. I can't say nothing about basketball. He's a great player. Right. But just me as a sports fan, I didn't really think about it. I've never gravitated to who everybody likes. Uh-huh. Like, even when I was a little boy, mm-hmm. everybody liked the Cowboys. Right. I hated the Cowboys. Uh, in my opinion, I got the least favorite team in Florida. Everybody hates the Gators. Uh huh. It was if I was in, I feel if I was in the alley with a Miami fan and FSU fan, I'd get jumped. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how FSU and Miami they can agree on that. They hate Florida, so that's just my opinion. Right. It could be different, but that's just me. But that's just <laughs> me as a whole, and it's just like ever since. LeBron hit the scene, it's like, this going to be this and that. And it's just like, I can't say I don't see it. It's just, that's just not me. I don't like him. He's great. I got I you. give him all that, but I don't know. It was just like, let me see it first. But and you- it's just like, for me, it's like, it's always an excuse when he doesn't meet those expectations. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's hard for somebody to just say they just lost. Right. He just lost, or this, that, and the other. I even remember the time where, uh, this kind of getting off subject, I just remember even when he lost that first year in Miami. Uh-huh. And the numbers were there. This is 
the first player to ever not, I think it was like 10 points. He averaged like 10 points less than what he averaged in the season. It was Dwayne Wade's fault. It was this and mm-hmm. that. It's just like, dude, just own up to it. That was all my that was my beef at that time. But I just don't like it. I can't say nothing basketball-wise. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I've never, I don't know, it's hard to meet people. I've just took, I think most of it because I'm just old school. Right. And, like, the narrative, the league's just different. And I can't really, it's not competitive. Everybody's friends. Not to say you got to hate each other. But it's like everybody buddy buddy. Okay, okay. It's I mean, I, me like their integrity gone. I feel like, you. Dudes used to go at each other, dog, and it just don't seem that way no more. And it's just I can't get jiggy with it. I can't blame <laughs> him for that. Okay, he made that. He brought that wave in. And well, uh, go ahead, Black. I said I can feel you on that because because of the era that we was born in, we seen we seen Michael Jordan, those guys, those guys. They didn't like each other until they were off the court no, no, behind the like scenes, you know. But the it's 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 a totally different area era now when these guys just buddy buddy everything. I feel you on that, man. And um but Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. And well go ahead. At the end of the day, we are we 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 just trying to get these chips, bruh. We we we. I get. I'm trying. I'm trying, bro. I'm we, trying. We 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 Lakers to the end. we Lakers to the end. Say it. We 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 trying to get these rings, bro. And I gotta steal something from you, like you just said. Hey, great players come and go, but franchises are forever. So when LeBron le so when LeBron leaves out of Staples Center with, hopefully we get us a couple championships before he leave. That's what we got in our back pocket. Say it. That's what we gonna be taking with us. You know, yeah, right. And we, it's like I. Go ahead, I'm sorry. We're not, we not gonna give we're not gonna give him back just because LeBron was a part of no matter how we feel about him personally. So, you know right. go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. And I was just you know, and really what I said was for Freddie. Because he said <laughs> Shut up, Fred. No, nah, because listen, cause we all know how we felt about Blake Bortles, but had he brought one back here to uh-huh. the ball. Yeah. It's the same scenario. Uh-huh. You can't stand them, but you're going to accept, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I get that, but it's just, I just, that's just me. That's just how I'm wide as a sport. Yeah, I got you. And it might be wrong, but I never gravitate. It's like, everybody likes LeBron. It's like, why do I have to like LeBron? No, no, no. It's, and, and, and you you know, as far as I, I I'm with you <laughs> on that, like, said, like, you, you can have, you can. It's like, you can't be, you can't, it's like, it's no great area. It's I got either. you. you. I got girl, you. You either all in or you hate. I don't hate them. There's no hate. I just, just, I just don't like them. So you, and, so you, know, you, so and you. For me, and it was just so. I know we never talked about this, and this is this another I was talking, but it was so relieving to see KD go to the Warriors because, in my opinion, he just pulled a you on you. He, he did. Opened that door. Yeah, he and did. Then he came back and bite fire. Yeah. And then everybody, nah, that was different. It was different. The same way y'all was saying it's the greatest <laughs> comeback in history. He yeah. went to a team that had the greatest loss in history. No, no, so I'm with you on that. that. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm and with you on that. I just ain't, I didn't understand it, and it just felt so hypocritical. But I was loving it <laughs> because you opened that lane for footage. I get, you know, I hate that at the time. It's like, dude. I don't want to see you and two other people you got drafted with on the same team. 
Okay. To win rings. And everybody was saying, oh, no, it was different. He went to a team that beat him. At the end of the day, the motive. Nobody talk about the motive. The motive for both of those dudes was to go win rings. I don't yeah. tell any situation or circumstances. Yeah. Their motive was to win rings. But yeah. I got looked at it as the bad guy. No, you just don't want to see LeBron win. Well, LeBron opened that door, so it blew back up in his face. Yeah, I I agree with you. I agree with you on the narrative. The narrative is absolutely correct, you know, with the KD and LeBron did. So I have no I have no debate for you there at all. Like I, I totally agree um with you on that. I know once Fred hears this back, uh I'm sure he'll have uh something to send to you. Yeah, he's gonna have something to send to you. But you know, we we having a lot of we have a lot of fun with it, and I know you're a Lakers fan. Said I know you are, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But I also know your your feelings are toward LeBron James. But I still need you to answer my question. Said if we win the yeah, championship, if we win the championship this year, can we expect you to be at the parade on your best behavior? <laughs> That's. That's all. That's all I want to know, dog. That's all I want to know, dog. And it was like for me, it was like it was so crazy because I rarely meet people that appreciate it. Oh, uh-huh. and LeBron. It's like right. you stuck the one side and you stuck with it, and you know what side I'm sliding with. Right. And so it was just like for me when it happened, I was like, this ain't nothing but humble pie. Because everybody like LeBron, most people that like LeBron couldn't stand Kobe and vice versa. Yeah. Or either. Oh, uh, that's that's incorrect, sir. So it was like when it all happened, I was like, <laughs> it's humble pie for both sides because you know, and then just to see them tell they dap each other up and stuff like that. So and part of it, you know, I see he has the passion that Kobe has to an extent as far as you know what I'm saying. But it's just I don't know. I think a lot of it is between me, like, like I said, I just can't gravitate to who like everybody likes when it comes. I got to, you. Like everybody likes LeBron. That's just, and I, I don't you. think I ever shared that with anybody. But it's just something I had to really think about. Like, I don't see it that though, man. It's just that's just how I am as a sports fan. Okay, I got but, you. Black, you got oh, something to say? Uh, yeah, I, I, I just don't see that. I feel like LeBron get more hate than he get love. Honestly, I think he get a lot of love for the stuff he does off the court, but on the court, I. I wouldn't say that he's he's loved the way he's supposed to be, you know, because at, at the end of the day, I'm a LeBron fan. I'm one of those guys that you said that that's that's a LeBron fan. But I was I also like Kobe. You know, I, I didn't dislike yeah. Kobe. You know, I'm just a, a bigger LeBron mm-hmm. fan. Mm-hmm. But right. I, 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 I wouldn't agree with you when you say that he's liked by everybody. I, I don't think so. I think he's I think this year he's well, he's proven a lot of people wrong. What you say, say it? <laughs> Maybe it's just the people I'm around. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man, because you and because like, I, and like I said, I can't say nothing about basketball. And this was another thing that that really ticked me off too. Rings stopped mattering, or didn't matter, or it dumped down when he couldn't meet those standards. Who like LeBron? Somebody tweet. In a sense, for me, because it's like when you bring up, well, he's this and this in the finals. Oh, that's all you got. Well, what else are we talking about? At this well, point, he gonna have every stat, yeah, and every record book. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. To the point where people would say, "Well, only reason he lost because the team he the teams he lost to were worse than the teams Jordan beat." And it's so many excuses and stuff like that. It's just yeah, but and to the point where 
I even seen this, bro. I, I'm sorry, I keep being to cut you off, but um, <laughs> get it off your chest, bro. Something like they was like Magic Johnson. Uh, when you when people mention mention Magic Johnson, they mention his five rings. They don't mention the losses. Well, duh, because he won the more than he lost. Yeah, he like, went five and four. The logo. Yeah, Jerry West is the logo. You know why they don't mention Jerry West with the great? This man is like one and nine in the finals. Yeah, you're right. That's why you don't get Jerry West's name. Yeah. So it's like when you, you know, that's what we're talking about. Rings. Yeah, it's we. Like, it and, just got watered down to me at right. this point. We and we we gonna, we gonna have a and the people I'm. Yeah. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a, a larger conversation and we we're, we're gonna invite you in on that conversation about what does rings really mean compared to you being the greatest of all time, compared to you know, even being mentioned as one of the goats. That's a that's a further conversation that we are going to have and in the future. And we will and we would love for right. you to be we would love to for you to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. We would love yeah. for you to be a part of that. Because the first thing people go to will Robert Ory has seven rings, and what, 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 what was Robert Ory the man? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like Bill Russell, you know what I'm saying? But look at Bill Russell was playing again. It's like, you know, and so it, it's going to come off hypocritical, but it's just like the people I talk to and I'm around, and the minute you mention the book, right. the minute you mention greens and championships, it's like you might as well say something about them all. <laughs> and it, 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 it's like, well, what are we okay. talking about? When it comes to legends, that's it is what it is. I didn't make All the right. rules of the standard, but that's what I came up watching. This, call me the old head or stuck in my old way. Nah, nah, man. You know, you know, we respect I all opinions here, man. I can't let it go. Nah, it's 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 all opinions, man. We respect all opinions. Like I said, I'm trying, but I'm just letting you know now. Okay, said well. As long, we 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 glad we got the we glad we got the confirmation from you uh, that you will be on your best behavior uh, as we travel uh, to get this championship. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. But before we get you out of here, said we really appreciate you, uh, you know, picking up the phone and conversating oh, us with us here. Feeling about Saturday, man. That's what, you know, yeah, you know, nah, bro. You know, we glad that we 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 nah, bro. Nah, we not. Nah, bro. Nah, bro. We glad you was able to call in, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, we don't want to talk about Florida, Florida State, bro. <laughs> That's already been discussed, my boy. So it's there's nothing to talk about. Nah, I tell you what, said. I tell you what. Yeah, I tell you what, said. After this weekend, after the game, we're gonna have you call in. We're gonna call you in next week, and we're gonna give you your opportunity to get off whatever you got on your chest. Because I know you got a lot. Because I'll be seeing your little Twitter fingers moving on Twitter when it talks about the apparent reckoning that's gonna happen in Gainesville with the Gators and the Seminoles. So next week on the next episode, we're gonna call you in if you're available, and we're gonna let you get it all off, man. Because I know you got a lot to say. Just let me know. I will definitely. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, we appreciate you, man, calling in, man. Thank you, man. No problem. All right, bro. All right, we'll check you. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. So that was our boy Cedric Farr, man, calling in. You know, he had a lot to get off his chest, Black. You know, he, he did. went all around the world. And yeah. a lot of it was directed towards Fred. Yeah. Uh, you know, Fred's not with us today, but I'm pretty sure with Fred hit Oh, yeah, you know he going to have Fred's something to say about that. All yeah. right, so we got one more phone call to make here at the Sports Desk. All right, we're getting ready to call... Uh, another good friend of ours, uh, who is just, I'm dying to talk to him. Like me and him, he need to let his, uh, sentiments be known, 
Uh, we're going to call none other uh, than my main man, Smooth, Big Cash Casino, as I call him. Uh, yes, sir. Hi, uh, is this uh, Smooth? Is this Mr. Robert? Yeah, what's going on, bro? Hey, how you doing, man? This is uh, Desiree Hicks and uh, Ernest Lockwood, D and Black from the Sports Desk. We're giving you a call. You are now live on the air on the Sports Desk. First of all, how you doing today, sir? I'm doing, brother. I'm doing good, brother. I'm, I'm blessed. How are you? Smooth. What's up, my man? What's up, Black? Hey, we good, baby. Good to have you, Smooth. It's been a long time, man. We... We've been trying to get you on for a long time, and you know we are thankful that you are able to join us. And I'm just not—I'm just going to skip all the hoopla and all the pleasantries, and we're just going to get into it. Uh, we just got off the phone with Cedric Farr uh, about this Los Angeles Lakers uh, camaraderie issue that we're having, and um, we're just going to direct the question right to you, sir, because. A lot of our listeners have heard us say your name and 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 and, and say some things about you, and we're and it's not right. We have to give you the opportunity to uh, clarify clarify some things. So smooth, are you and will you be a Lakers fan, a true Lakers fan, purple and gold, through and through, for the remainder of this journey while LeBron James is in a Lakers uniform? We need an answer. Are you going to be on your best behavior when we're going to these parades? Well, before we get started, let me let me just start out by saying I listened to last week's episode. Okay. And, um, you know, just uh, I felt like my character was, you know, just, <laughs> just trampled on, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and I was, I was just, I was just baffled at, 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 at what I was hearing. Not from you, black, not from you, black, but from D. <laughs> and, and just sitting back listening, I'm like, man, uh-huh. like if it wasn't for my wife, for, for our wife and for our kids, okay. I would delete, bro, contact got my phone, bro. Damn, bro. <laughs> Okay. You know what I'm saying? And uh-huh. now, now, going back to last week, now, again, I am a Warriors fan as well. I've been mm. a Warriors fan since like, since like the late 80s. The late 80s. Now, you were born the in 84. 80s. You was born in 83. Just, just chill. Just chill, bro. Just chill. Okay, just, I got you. The floor I, is yours. I, I, don't need, I don't need you putting everything out there. <laughs> Tell you know four. Let me do that. Let yes, me sir. Do that. Yes, sir. But what I'm saying is I was, I was riding with TMC back in the back in the late 80s. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mm. was... I was there. I was there, bro. When we drafted Seawell, mm, you know what you I'm were saying? there. Okay. I was, I, was, I, I was there when we were choked out PJ Carlos. Oh my God! Yeah, you feel me? I was, you know, I was, I was, I was there for all that, bro. I was there for the for the Believe team back in '08 with Van Davis and Al Harrington. Uh huh. You was right there, huh? I was right there, right. <laughs> but <laughs> we all know, we all know, I've been a Laker as well. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I've been a Laker ever since. Magic and Showtime. You, mm. know I mean? you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 Eldon Campbell. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Eddie Jones, Nick Van Nassen, and boys. Okay. Riding, bro. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? I just felt like like you just paid me out to be this old hypocrite. Okay. You know, for, for the people and right. everybody that know me know that that ain't the case, bro. Okay. That ain't the case. Well, but, Smooth, um, let, Smooth, let me say this to you, man. Today, we need you to pick, bro. 
we need you to pick who you rolling with, man. Because this is this is getting a little outrageous to me, bro. I don't understand it. Like I'm 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 I'm, I'm a Laker, bro. Kobe is to me my my favorite player of all time, top three all time. Same Kobe. here. Uh huh. So you know what I'm not saying here. Same here for me. Yeah, this is D. Yeah, same here. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I mean, there's, there, there is there is no there is no picking. You know, okay. what I'm I am a Laker, but I'm a Warrior as well. But when it comes down to it, uh huh. Laker, bro. I'm okay. Laker. So let me ask you this. And too bad we're not going to be able to see this this year. But let's say next year the Warriors get their act together and they face the Lakers in a playoff series. Who are you riding with, uh, Smooth? That's the million-dollar question because I need you to pick. Did you not, did, did, no, no. Did you not just say what I said? I heard, what'd you say? Do I, do, I need, do I need to say it again for the people? What'd you say? I'm a Los Angeles Laker. Ride or die. Ride or die. So it's Lakers no ride matter what. It's, it's always been Lakers no matter what, bro. Okay. Always. Okay. Okay. Always. Well... I guess we have an answer, Black. I don't really know if that qualifies as an answer. Well, we got to take it for now. We have to take that for yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, we got to take that for so now. So, Smooth, I got, I got one more question. I got another question for you, man, if you have a few more minutes left of, uh, for, of time here. Mm-hmm. You're ba- <laughs> you, have some, you have some great basketball uh, astute etiquette. And I respect your basketball mind. I just want to get a breakdown of what you're seeing from the Lakers and what do you think the Lakers need, if they need anything, to win the championship this year? I like what I'm seeing from the Lakers. You know what I mean? Bron, Bron gonna be Bron. We right. already know that. You know he gonna he gonna pencil him in for for twenty six to thirty two every game. You know what for I'm sure. saying? Seven seven to twelve assists. You know six yep. to ten rebounds. Just just go ahead and pencil that in. For sure. So. I like what I'm seeing. Um, AD, I'm still not fully sold on him. Okay. Um, again, I'm, I'm, he, he can get the numbers. I'm not about numbers. I'm about impact. Right. And you know what I've been seeing? It's, it's been good, but I'm looking at the team they've been playing too as well. I'm not gonna be fooled by that. Okay. The Thunder playing the Thunder twice. They okay. And playing, playing Memphis, they trash. You okay. Know what I'm saying? But you know, but what they need, I still think we need one more week. You heard me, week. All of us. <laughs> we need one more piece. I okay. Like that knock, we like that knockdown type, bro. Like a, All right. like a Kyle Corver type, somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Somebody who can get Caldwell Pope off the floor. So, but but, but if we can get that piece, we'll be we'll be straight. Bro. Now, Caldwell Pope played better last week. He was hitting some shots, averaging twelve points off the bench last week. He uh kind of got out of his funk a little bit. He played pretty well last week. You don't think that's something he can keep mm-hmm. up? When the season just started, did, 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 did it just start last week or did it start? No, 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 you're right. You, you're right. But it seemed like he's yeah. found a little rhythm. No, I, I, I don't believe him. I don't, I don't think it started before. He, okay. He's he not consistent enough for me. I can't, I can't, I can't, you know I am not going to argue that. He, he, he just not, cause I just feel like we don't have enough knockdown shooters. Bron is, you know, Bron can hit him when needed. You know, Avery Bradley, so, so. Danny Green, one game, he gets the 10-3. The next game, he goes scoreless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just think we just need that that threat from the outside. And okay. Once you have that, then I got you. It's, it's we unstoppable then, bro. Okay, I got you. All right, smooth. Um, I guess we got an answer, um, from yeah. you about yeah. your allegiance. Hmm. I guess we, I guess we got an answer from you, but uh, you know, in the well, coming few. Let, go ahead, me, go ahead. Let me ask you this though, D. For sure. Because, I, because you know, you know, we've been boys for a, a, a long time. Yeah, a long time. 
it's just funny how when Kobe left, and then even with Kobe, oh, on the tail end of Kobe, when he was in the Brandon Ingram uh-huh. phase and uh-huh. the Lonzo Ball phase, uh-huh. I didn't hear you mention nothing about the Lakers, but Ooh. now the LeBron here. Oh, it's all Laker this, Laker that. So, can you tell the people, oh. um, where were you a couple years ago when I was riding? Okay, was okay. Well, first of all, you're not going to disrespect me on my own show. That's number one. <laughs> I've been rolling with the Lakers no matter what. Now, I'm a realist when it comes to sports. We was trash in L.A. And I'm a LeBron fan. I'm a LeBron fan. So, I was pulling for LeBron no matter what he was doing in Miami and Cleveland. But I was still a Laker through and through. You know what I'm saying? Never switch sides. I don't have another team. I got favorite players. But I've been a Laker. So, when we got B.I., I was excited. When we got Zoe, I was excited. I was hoping we can do something with that. But we weren't able to do that. You know, that's why them boys got out of here when the notion of AD, uh, we can have him in a Lakers uniform. So I've always been a Lakers, even through the tough times. Now, on the other end of that, you know, I'm not really sure about you, Smooth, but, you know, we're going to go with that. We're going to go with what you told the people because, you know what, hey, man, you a good dude. You know, you're an honest guy. And, and I have no, 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 no other reason to think that you're not being real uh, with the people that listen to the sports desk. But to answer your question, mm-hmm. I never left. I never wavered. I always knew we'll be back. You know, mm-hmm. so we good, baby. Okay, no, I was, I was, I was just checking because you were, you were, you were, you were just mighty quiet. Okay, you know, you know, me, me and said we were still riding. Oh, you and said we were still holding it down, and it's like you heard, you heard from D. I'm like, nah, I ain't heard from him, bro. I said about the Lakers. I ain't heard nothing. So I just, I didn't know. Okay. I didn't know. Okay. That's all. I was alive and well. I was alive and well. Okay, that's good. That's good to know, bro. Good okay, man. Hey, man. You got anything? You know, you want to any ask me in black or you know anything else? You know, before we get you out of here today. Nah, I think I'm good, man. My main okay. objective today was just was just to clear my name. From the, <laughs> you know, from the. <laughs> okay, man. Well, from hey, the, we from the barrage that I did last. Year. The what that's, you say, cuz? Like, what you say? The barrage. The barrage. <laughs> Yeah, man. Hey, you know, we, we would love to have you back, man, on a consistent basis on the sports desk, man. Like I said, uh, Smooth has a great basketball mind. Uh, me and Smooth, Black, we all known each other for a long time, man. So we would love to have you back sooner than later, man. Oh, yeah, man. Just let me know, bro. All right. All right, man. Hey, well, you take care of yourself, man, and you enjoy your evening, man. Thank you for calling in to the sports desk. All right. Y'all too, man. Y'all too, man. Y'all stay. All right. All right take right, care, man. man. Yep. Yep. All right, so, you know, that was our guy, Smooth and Said. We've been knowing him for a long time. Lakers supporters, LeBron haters, whatever you, they, whatever they are, Warriors fans, whatever. Uh, but it was good to have those guys. Yeah, man, I love having days. them guys call in, man. Real good. It, it was real good, good, man. It was real good. Can't wait to hear that back. All right, man, so uh, we're going to wrap up our NBA talk. We know we kind of ran long on the Lakers again, so we're sorry. But before we get out of NBA, we want to discuss the big changes that are going to be coming to the NBA before we get out of here. So Adam Silver, uh, per Woj, Ron Wojnowski, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, but y'all know who Woj is. Woj uh, delivered some interesting news yesterday. So starting in 2020, the NBA is seriously considering major changes uh, to the NBA, where it'll be, right now it's the 82-game season. They're looking to go down to 78 games. A postseason play-in game, sort of like baseball does their wild card games, win and get in scenarios, which would be a lot of fun. Yeah, a uh, thirty-team in-season tournament. Now I'm int- I'm intrigued to know what that would really be. A thirty-team in-season tournament. I'm 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 intrigued by that, man. And hopefully we'll get some more. And then the most entertaining two things for me is that a they are looking at 
The best 16 teams in the league when the regular season is over, those will be the teams that make the playoffs, no matter what conference. And then when you get to the final four, they will reseed the teams again by record. You know, so going forward to determine who goes to the NBA final. So a lot on the table from the NBA. Adam Silver is a progressive thinker and he listens to his players and the owners listen to the players. And we've been hearing this. I've been hearing it in particular on, you know, sports radio and on ESPN and stuff like that, that this has been something that's been on the table to make the league more fun, more interesting. And uh, Dan Lemitar said something about this on Twitter. He said this is a direct attack on load management that you up the stakes during the regular season so players and guys can't miss back-to-back games. We know who we talk about on back-to-back nights. They want to take this game off. They want to take this game off. They need to rest during the 82-game season. So the NBA, uh, Libertad believes this is a direct attack, direct attack on load management uh, to say, hey, you guys, if you're hurt, you're hurt. If you need to rest, you need to rest. But just the mere fact that you're on the back-to-back, you don't want to play on the back half of that, that's not good enough. So if you if you don't play and your team loses and you take another loss in the loss column, a loss column with the new way we're seeding playoff teams, you might not make the playoffs doing that. Yeah. So, so Black, how you feel about just those are big changes, man. How how you feel about that? Yeah, I'm 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 kinda I'm kinda on the fence with it. Okay. You know, uh it could be something good, but um I'm one of those guys if you know, if it ain't broke, what you trying to fix it for? You know what I'm saying? Right. And, I can understand. Now, I didn't. I didn't know. Uh, Dan Libertar said what he said about right. that, it, it being a direct hit at the load management. Right. I could respect that if that's what it's for, because you know you want these guys on the court every night. You know, right. especially fans, especially if you're spending your money, and you you know you sitting in the nosebleed just to see these guys play and they don't play. You know, but uh, if that's the case of what they're trying to do, you know, I think it'd be a good idea. And then having like a Mid-season tournament, I think that'll be great. I Fun, think man. Be a great thing. All Fun. the all only thing I really don't like is all the reseeding here and the reseeding there, and then when you get to the finals, the reseeding here and right. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think the NBA should have a play-in game. I just it just don't seem right. You don't think it would be you fun? Know, I don't. You I don't, don't think it would be fun. I don't think. I don't think it would be fun. What? You know, One I, game, two. Teams? I could. I could be wrong though. Okay. You know, we will have to see what happening, but. You know, baseball does it, and it's great for baseball. You know, it's it's great. You know, they play hundred plus games. Yeah, they play hundred plus games, and uh, to get a play in game and see a walk off in one play in game, somebody win on a walk off, man, it's 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 a great feeling. But mm-hmm. it's basketball's different, man. I, uh, we'll see how it goes. You know, uh, I'm a basketball fan, so I'm, I'm going to be really intrigued by what happens with it. Right. Okay, yeah, so we'll see. That's some big changes, and we'll see what happens with it. All right, so we're going to wrap up the NBA again. You know, it turned into a Laker thing again, talking to my guy, said it's smooth. And uh, we'll recap the rest of the league next week, all right? So we're going to move along to the NFL, all right? Uh, Before we get into the scores, we had a little bit more fallout from the Miles Garrett-Mason Rudolph debacle. Uh, Miles Garrett, of course, his suspension will stand. He's suspended indefinitely. But a lot of people in the league believe that he won't be suspended into next year. He should be ready to go by week one. Mason Rudolph was fined $50,000 in his, um, I guess, his participation in the brawl. But on the back half of that, Miles Garrett is accusing Mason Rudolph of using a racial slur towards him during the melee. Uh, my biggest pick with that, with Miles Garrett, why didn't you say that immediately? Exactly. Why didn't you say that right away? Why are we waiting until a week later when you're going to your hearing to tell the NFL that, hey, Mason Rudolph used a racial slur against me. That doesn't mean Mason Rudolph didn't say it, but Miles Garrett, you played this wrong, man. You should have been came out the gate 
immediately after the game and say, hey, this happened to me. And I think you kind of missed your opportunity for people to be like, man, is this credible? Now, if the NBA can find evidence, which they say they can't find any credible evidence against Mason Rudolph, Rudolph using a racial slur, then what are we supposed to think about it, man? If he said it, he dead wrong and he need to be uh, uh, dealt with uh, yeah. appropriately. But I think it's kind of a little too late. You waited seven days to tell us yeah. this, Miles Garrett. You like, know, if, if, if something was said, you should have been saying that, uh, you know, right after away. the game. Right you away. know, I feel like you should have been saying that after the game. I think right. it's, I think it was, and like you said, if he did say it, then he need to be dealt with. But I, I don't think the kids. <laughs> I don't think the kids said anything. Well, we don't. Right? We don't know though. We don't know though, Black, because you know how that how it be in those heated moments. You don't know what come out of people's minds. Yeah, but if I'm a guy and that happened to me, if I'm a football player, and somebody after the game and t- I'm telling the refs in the middle of all that, like, bro, he said something. I'm to telling me, them, yeah, right away, right away, yeah, right you know, away. Right you want to wait that long to really bring that up? I, 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 I just, I won't say that he didn't say anything. I just, it's just kind of iffy to me. It's suspect. It's, it's kind of suspect yeah. for you to just bring this up that late. Yeah, suspect. We know that you want games reduced. But did, are you saying this just because you want to get back on the field, yeah. or did he really say something? You, yeah. It's, it's kind of like a, yeah. you know, you really won't, you really won't know right. what was really said. You know, right. only those two really know what happened. Right. Right. I agree, man. So you know, you know, I, you know, I think it's over. I think that story is now over. Now that the hearings been had, the fines and suspensions have been given out. So we'll see what goes from there. All right, so we're going to call out some NFL scores. Uh, nothing major going on in the league. Week 12, um, you had the Texans take control of the AFC South, taking care of the Colts on Thursday night in a good competitive divisional game in the AFC South. Cleveland Browns, man, we thought they was dead in the water, but they are staying mm-hmm. alive. 41-24 over the Dolphins. Um, big win. You know, look like they're clicking a little bit in Cleveland. Offensively, they're clicking. Offensively, they're yeah. clicking. Uh, you had the Jets surprisingly beat the uh, Oakland Raiders today, like 34-3. Very poor outing by the Raiders, who have been playing well. I think the Raiders won like four in a row yeah, uh, before going into uh, New York. Uh, you had the Saints take care of the Panthers, a very close divisional game. Uh, Saints were still rolling at home. Uh, the Seahawks did me a favor. Uh, they took care of the Eagles 17-9 because my Cowboys lost to the Patriots 13-9. So, with that being said, the Cowboys still hold a one-game lead. Over the Eagles in the NFC East, we could have took it to two games, but that game in Foxborough, man, you go to play Tom Brady at home, nasty weather. Cowboys played tough, but we just didn't get enough to get the win. Um, so we've been blurting it out during this episode watching that game. Uh, we also had the Steelers take care of the Bengals, keeping their playoff hopes alive. Buffalo Bills taking care of the Broncos, keeping their playoff hopes alive. Um, and then the Jaguars, man, our, our home team, Jags, go to Tennessee, um, and take a beating, forty-two to twenty, man. Uh, they lost. This is the second week the Jaguars have allowed forty points to be hung on them. Again, Nick Foles, thirty-two of forty-eight, two seventy-two, no touchdowns, no turnovers. Leonard Fournette, twenty-four carries, ninety-seven yards rushing, four point uh, on four point zero on the ground yards per carry, and he had two touchdowns. Uh, we scored twenty points, but our defense is a broken faucet. We can't stop anybody. And any other time, in any other condition. Uh, during the season. The secondary is just trash, yeah, man. Yeah, and the 20 points will be enough for the Jaguars to win the game. <laughs> but when you lose Jalen Ramsey, you deal yeah. with injuries, like your defense is depleted. You got an older Calais Campbell who's still productive, but he's an older player. You know, how much do y'all want Calais to do? He needs some help down there. Uh, but the Jaguars, you know, we're kind of fading away, man. Jaguars 4-7. and seven. 
uh, out of fading. the playoff. You said fading. Well, today well, coming wrap, in, they, man. well, it's... today they had them coming in at the bottom of the playoff hunt, sitting at four and six. Yeah. But today with that loss, there. Oh, they they clean, done. They done. Uh, yeah. So just kind of trying to get through this season as Jaguar fans, and uh, we'll see what lies ahead. So, like I said, no real breaking news, no huge stories coming out of the NFL uh, this week, and uh, we'll stay tuned. All right. So we're going to move along to high school football and high school basketball. All right. So my man Black. He got some high school information for us, man. And Black kind of let us know what's happening in the football and basketball world around here in the city. Duval. Yeah, man, we had, you know, we had some more uh, uh, high school uh, playoff games going on here. Uh, a few teams in the city. We had Robert E. Lee take a take a L, man. It's oh, sad. Man. Uh, to Escambia Gators, 39-13. Oh, you know, Lee made a good push, man, to try to get there, but they came up a little short. We had we had the Bose Bulldogs get a win against the Bradford Tornadoes, sixteen to six. So uh, the Bose Bulldogs will be moving on to to state. So uh, good, uh, shout out to to Bose on uh, making state again. We also had University Christian get a win against uh, against McClay, thirty five twenty eight. So we have uh, University Christian that that'll be moving on to state uh, to to uh, see if they can gain a state championship as well. So uh, kudos to those to those teams make who making state uh, no public championship this year. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Uh, we'll bounce back next year, but uh, we want to give a shout out to those guys uh, on their state championship games that uh, that's going to be coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we have basketball kicking off this week. Basketball is going to be kicking off this week, so I'm excited about that. Uh, we're going to get out to uh, some of these gangs. We didn't do we didn't do really well with uh, with getting out to. Uh, some of the football games, but basketball, you know, we're basketball guys. We basketball heavy. We love yeah. basketball, yeah. but, um, we have uh, a few games kicking off, uh, this week, uh, <laughs> and tomorrow we have uh Creekside versus Trinity Christian tomorrow at six o'clock. We also have uh Bishop Snyder versus Westside tomorrow at seven o'clock. And we also have, uh, the game I'm going to be attending on tomorrow night. We have the Reigns Vikings versus the lead generals at seven o'clock tomorrow night. I'm going to be in the building. So if all our listeners, you know, you get out and go check out some of these high school, uh, some of these high school basketball games, along with football too, when football season rolls back around again, uh, we're going to show these guys some love and continue to uh, get out there and yeah. be a part of the environment of high school sports. Yeah, uh, you know, me and Black did a poor job <laughs> this year of going poor, to football games. Very poor man, job. But we're going to definitely uh, be hitting these high school games, uh, like Black said, man. So appreciate Black. Um, uh, letting us know what's going on in the world of high school sports. All right, so before we get out of here, man, we're going to run down some other news. Uh, before we get out of here, man, a lot's been happening in the sports world. All right, so shout out to Yay Man, shout out to Runaway, uh, my my dark twisted beautiful family. All right, all right, all right. So let's give an update, man. But the reduced lunch fantasy league. Um. <laughs> it appears, man, that my time has come to an end in our league, man. And it appears that I will not be making the playoffs this year, Black. At this current time, I am taking a beating of a lifetime. Sherwood Seminoles is just shellacking me. 124 to 58, man. And uh, I needed this game to you stay alive. It. And basically, I need a miracle next week. I need a miracle next week and a win to try to make the playoffs. And it's not looking good for me, man. So, we have my man Charles. The team has no name. He like he's taking care of business with Jon Snow, 94-76. to 
Roll with the winners, man. My boy, Black Black. I still got some got, hope, you though. Do. You got some hope out there, yeah. but it look like a... Uh, I need this win to keep my hopes alive, too. You need <laughs> some action going on. Yeah. Losing right now to two girls in one cup, 53 to 90. Uh, free to charge. Um, taking the beating by trees and pig skin. You got ease nine four boys. Shout out my homeboy, Lil Eddie. Uh, taking care of business with Finesse and Finagle. The token Asian and 36 ounces, which is Fred, who is dead last in our league right now. They're in a slugfest, 43 to 32, with Fred taking another L, looks like. You got my pops, man, getting back on top. He the number two seed, man. Uh, it's my pops' birthday today once again. Uh, taking care of Big Bolly Brand. You got my brother, Brandon's bowl team, taking a whooping by Jamal's Nifty team, who is still undefeated all right and last but not least you got a bomb burner right now with the Dak street boys and the mile high club 69 to 68 in the reduced lunch fantasy league all right so in the next couple of weeks um the playoffs will be started and again the winner of our league will receive a championship belt and a small gift card uh validating your tournament win your i mean your your uh season win uh with the fantasy league that will be coming up the playoffs start in less than two weeks for the league all right all right so we had a memphis star potential number one pick james weissman uh he's been suspended you're trying to say he took some money or uh, took some bribes, had some stuff to do with Penny Hardaway when he was a booster before he became head coach. Um, he is still suspended, and he would be a, a suspended another 12 games. Why this is significant? Well, people are all around the world are trying to get college collegiate athletes to get paid. And we have another example of a kid trying to better himself or do something for him and his family, and now he's being penalized for it and he can't play. Alright, uh, we also got Floyd Money Mayweather. He says he is coming back in 2020. He wants two fights in 2020. Now, here's a curious thing that we have here. He's involved with the UFC, or is he just involved with Dana White? Because we know Dana White has his own promotion. So, I don't know exactly what we're going to get here. Will Floyd fight in MMA? Will he have one boxing? W what's going to happen with Floyd competing in 2020? Black, like, what you think going to happen? I don't... I don't know, man. I'm, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see right. what happens with this, but yeah. I'm excited. I always like to for see sure. Floyd come back. You sure, know? money may, baby. It's, all, it's always a chance for him to get a L, so, you know, it's always exciting <laughs> hey, to we'll see, see him come back. We'll see but, money um, uh, I, I've been seeing that his dad is against it. Uh, his dad's going to try to get him convince to him. convince yeah. him to change his mind. Right. But uh, I've been seeing a lot of stuff, a lot of boxers posting stuff. Terrence Crawford post uh, a picture on his Instagram page, you know, why not me and Floyd? You know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. We I never know. know. We never know what way this could go. You know, yeah. Floyd is a competitive guy, yeah. and he still thinks he can get in here with these young kids we'll and uh, and make something happen. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, another news in the UFC related. We have undeniable pound for pound greatest of all time, Johnny Bones Jones, set to defend the lightweight title on February the, February the eighth in Houston, Texas. Against much deserving Dominic Reyes, all right? And last but not least, me and Black are currently watching the Survivor Series uh, in the WWE. Um, it's that time of year again for them with this great pay-per-view. Um, so we're not going to get a chance to talk about it here, but we'll talk about it on the next episode. But following Survivor Series, if you have the WWE Network, will be the debut of Stone Cold Steve Austin's brand new show. And he's going to be interviewing the legends, all the legends sharing stories that we've never heard before. And first up tonight... He will have a one-on-one -on -one sit down with the undertaker 
So the Undertaker will be letting us know some secrets, some gems that we just didn't know and that people don't realize. I believe it was almost 25 years ago today, the Undertaker debuted, this week, excuse me, debuted in the WWE. So all my Rhapsody fans, hey, y'all check that out. We'll be covering Survivor Series, The Fiend and all that uh, next, next episode that we have uh, of the Sports Desk. All right, and before we get out of here, as always, uh, we got some things to watch for. Uh, of course, all the NFL games, all the college football, all the college football uh, uh, games, all the NBA games, the Lakers games. And don't forget, Jacksonville High School is going for state championships for next Friday night. You got Coco versus Bowles at 730, and then you have University of Christian facing, I think, V. BCA, BCA, Lakeland, Lakeland, uh, in Lakeland, ten and one next Friday night. All right, so let's root on our Jacksonville schools. Hope they can come in and they can bring us uh, more state titles to the city because we've been getting a lot. All right, so all right, guys, man, this has been episode thirty-one of the Sports Desk. We appreciate again all the support. We're coming to you weekly now. We're dropping episodes every single week. So all your questions, all your opinions. Everything y'all got for us, please shoot it our way to our Twitters, to our Instagrams. Y'all holla at us, man. And again, we just thank you for the support. And again, I'm your man, Dedra L. Hicks Jr., one of your favorite sportsologists again. And it's your man, Black, one of your favorite sportsologists. You can hit me on Instagram and Twitter at BlackENL3. Hit me up. Yes, sir. You can find me at Dedra Hicks Jr. on Instagram and at Twitter as well. Y'all can hit, uh, check us out on uh, Instagram at the Reduced Lunch Sports. Uh, as well so again uh thank you guys for all your support and we will check y'all next week for episode 32 Let me in.